dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. So we're a little later tonight, Nick, because I had to go coach. Yeah, thanks for that. But I got to win, so. <laughs> w is a W, baby. I, winning cures all ills, and I guess, uh, you know, I wouldn't have gone to sleep early tonight anyways because I'm jacked from the win. Um, what are you drinking, my friend? Uh, the tried and the true, always the blue Bud Light. I'm going to tell you, I'm still pissed off at Bud Light. Yeah. I've drank more Bud Light in the last three weeks. That I've drank in Your whole 45 life. years, <laughs> and I'm still not transgendered. Oh, man, you'll get there, don't you? I hope so. Let's say, um, I only drink it for that reason now. Let's say, I'm really looking forward to today's episode. Um, we have a huge TikTok star. The whole family's a TikTok family right there. Um, but so as always, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, we really appreciate all your feedback on this. So, David, what are you drinking? So, I have a, I have some fun stuff tonight. I have a Nitro Irish Stout from Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, when I get done with that, I got a CEO Stout from Right Brain, and then I stole this for my wife, a Simply Spiked Strawberry Peach something or another. You ain't got a lot of kick. You didn't steal it from her. That's yours all day. You know you picked that. She actually did buy these. <laughs> she bought a value pack, and I'm like, ooh, she stole one of my Mountain Dews. I'm stealing that. There we go. Um, Drew, thank you for joining us, Drew and Elisa. Yep. Sweet. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for Glad to have you both. Uh, what are you guys drinking, if anything? So I got a uh, nice cold can of Miller High Life, my favorite, uh, my favorite beer. All right. There you go. I have a gallon water bottle. <laughs> nice. Is that your second gallon of the day? You know, I wish. It's only my first. I, have, I haven't really drank much water today, so. Yeah, I can tell. Those are rookie numbers. You got to step those numbers up. Come on. <laughs> So we happened on Drew's TikTok because of you. Yeah. So do you want to give a little preface there? So, right. I mean, I, you know, with me and my no life goals and um, I, I scroll through TikTok, I see a kid who just has this black screen around it and it says, you know, uh, my net worth and here's my age and it's broken down like, like a budget type of thing. And I was like, wow. All right. And I always listen to see how much people talk shit. And he actually just goes into it all. And um, I was like, all right. I started asking a couple questions, started asking a couple, he answers, he answers. And I was like, this is great. So I was like, hey, you want to hop onto a podcast? Hell yeah, I'd love to do a podcast. So um, Drew, tell us a little bit more in depth of kind of what I what I described there. Um, if you care to share your net worth, how it's kind of broken down, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so um, I, I would consider myself a, a personal finance content creator now. It's still kind of uh, weird for me to say that because it, it's still kind of new, but uh, I'm big on TikTok. I have uh, 35,000 followers on TikTok right now. And yeah, I, I simply created my TikTok because I want to help people on personal finance. And I'm extremely transparent about my, my net worth and, and how I've gotten there. And and yeah, I, I love going on, on live and, and, you know, again, being transparent with my net worth and, and sharing how I got there and hopefully helping people, right? I, I want to show people what I have and exactly how I got there. And if they can take anything away from that, um, I, I take it as, as a win, so. Sure. 
Um, he, he sounds like somebody near and dear to our heart. Oh, yeah? <laughs> because we, we literally, so we started doing this podcast three years ago or whatever yeah. it was. And literally started doing it just because we had some knowledge and we just wanted to give it to people. We didn't care if they wanted it. We were yeah, just going to give we, it out. Yeah, it didn't really matter. <laughs> Here it is, whether you like it or yeah. not. Um, I love that, though. I mean, that, that's how I started, right? I, I right. had this message and I wanted to give out. I, I had no idea whether I was going to have 10 followers or or 10,000 or, or now 35,000, right? But sure. I, I think it stems from passion and I, I love passion. So I, I love it. Well, and that's great. Um, so, you know, a quick breakdown of, of your net worth. And so you're, how old are you and what is your net worth today? Yeah, so 32 years old. And, um, I, I didn't check the stock market today, how it did, but it, it, it's probably around $540,000. Sure. No, that's, that, and that's huge. Right. Um, you know, for, <laughs> it's, it's not anything to bat an eye. And now you're full-time content creator yeah as of about three months ago full-time content creator um i went to school for industrial engineering i, I went to college got you know a four-year bachelor's degree in that and i worked as an industrial engineer for from essentially from age 23 up until uh about three months ago so age 32 and then now i'm giving this a go and you know, it's going to be, it, it's been a wild ride these three months, but, you know, I, I want to give it a fair shot. So if I can make this passion a career yeah. and, you know, worst case scenario, I just go back to my engineer or go back to a engineering job. Hopefully, sure. So, and, yeah. and what, what I, what I loved, right. When we got on, I was like, Hey, is your wife joining? Um, because I've been on a couple different of your TikToks and I see that, you know, she's on and I, my wife, I love her to pieces. David's wife, love her to pieces, but they're the they, two they honestly don't care don't about what we do uh i finally like it was hilarious because like i realized <clears throat> how much my wife doesn't know or do you real you realize this years ago so i i'm just gonna preface this we did an episode early on in covid on if we went to a cashless society and what was going on with the coin shortage yeah and he had his family over and his wife goes, well, what might happen if we have this coin shortage? And I get a text from him and he goes, God damn it. I did an entire podcast on this. And she listened to nothing I had to say. And she's sitting here asking other people their opinions. <laughs> you know, um, and said that was, was a great, because we had just done it that week. Like, yeah, it, was, so we, it was fresh. Yeah, like we had recorded few days ago and i'm just like hmm, this is great um but you know so i i just started kind of taking some advice of myself because we give it out but like um you know i i just got off of a airplane by myself and i always fear dying and um but i i opened my laptop where i kind of have the same thing as you i have my life kind of broken down and i started putting in my passwords and kind of the um websites so that way my wife has that set up so she knows i'm mean, granted she'll never figure it out but like i think you could come over and look at it and go well that's gonna yeah, be there she, and that's she gonna needs help, i can do it because i have the same spreadsheet yeah, yeah. and she's gonna be like okay uh, this is where i go to get all of nick's money it's gonna be great and then i i guarantee if i called my wife right now and i say hey what's our net worth she'd be like got six bucks and i'd be like hell yeah <laughs> 
I mean, I don't want to take away from from Drew yeah. here, but um, <laughs> if you drop dead, yeah, your wife knows to call me, right? I doubt it. <laughs> so, I, I'm quick story. I tried to die two years ago, and right before I I really tried to die. Nick and I did a podcast. I'm like, hey, listen, if I die, you need to take care of all of the money because they have no idea what's going on. So yeah. you need to tell your wife, if you die, so, she needs to call me so I can help her, please. Yeah, no, and as I say, it's, it's going to be fun. So, no, I think it's great that there's an actual couple that is really together on this because yeah. you don't find it. We don't find it too often that no. two people are financially on the same page, right? So science is, is like, I mean, it's something that can make or break a relationship for sure, I think. And I think it's important that before you get serious or before you even get married, that you're on somewhat of the same page. I mean, sure. for sure, like Drew is, um, we have some differences in the area. I think we really balance each other out. Like I'm a little bit more laxed. Um, but I mean, that then again, like he's, I mean, he's gotten to where he is today, which has allowed our family a lot of flexibility, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think being on a similar path is very important for re relationship-wise, at least. Sure. And, I, you know, it's fun for me because I I only catch little bits, right? And I make fun of this whole throw pillow thing. And I'm like, God, that's some stupid shit my wife would go spend stupid money on. And Drew's over there like, yep, she just went and got four other fitted sheet covers for different colors just to see how it looks. And I'm like. I'm literally watching my life just from other people like doing this. And, you know, I, and so it's, it's fun for me to sit here and watch that everybody goes to this exact same. I mean, I swear I have an Amazon package every day at my house. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes, absolutely. I mean, I love Amazon just as much as the next woman. And yeah. I, I was going to be a dick this year, but I decided not to, I was going to create like a, a little spreadsheet. You're a dick every year. Yeah. But I was going to be like a, the next level thing. Right. and like literally tally every time there was a an amazon package <laughs> and just show how many actual days a package came but you decided you wanted to sleep in your bed i you know i decided that it didn't matter at the end of the day and some of the stuff she bought me a cool salt and pepper grinder shaker thing yeah like the automatic ones yeah the one i need one of those the one-handed so i don't yeah. have to you want you know you can have i can yeah. i can one that has is two, you know, you need two hands. If I have one hand yep. touch your meat, you know? Yep. No, if I want to keep my veggies moving and stuff, there it is just all yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, I'm a whole, like, I'm a great chef. Look how big I am. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I, I got to ask this. Um, how, how did, I'm going to ask this because Nick and I don't understand this experience. How did you two both come together and, and decide that you both cared about what was going on with the money? So I think, um, so whenever we first started dating, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, we didn't talk about money at first, you know what I mean? That yeah. was never something like we had a very like normal, like we went on really fun dates, all these things. But and it was kind of like, once we started getting a little bit more serious, um, this has been a passion and, or a dream of Drew's for as long as I've known him pretty much, yeah. um, to not necessarily be in corporate America, quote unquote, to kind of do something like he's always been really into YouTube um, and just content creating in general. And he's super creative. So 
this was kind of something that we've always talked about. Um, and we've always also talked about that time is really important to us versus having a lot of money. So these were just conversations that we had before we even got married. Like we've spent so much time in the car. Like he would turn on so many podcasts and spark conversations. Yeah. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Like Oh, I, see, if I turn one on, my wife would just be like, you have to listen to this. This is so stupid. Okay, so now I think you I think that would be the answer now. But now, when we were but when we were dating, you know, we're, like we're like, you know. I, I mean, now, like, we're married, so I'd be like, babe, I have a headache. Like, let's turn this off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I care about this all the time. But still, I mean, I'm, I I love him, so I want to support him in the ways that I can. I know he does the same with me, but um, I guess to answer your question, how do we get there? Um, I think it was, I, I think it said a lot of our morals align, and that's, you know, we, we want time, like, time is the most important thing, like, with our kids and with each other, so... Yeah. Where, however, we can do that. Um, but don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not okay living in a shack or like, you know, I, I mean, or not eating like healthy quality food or never going shopping again or never getting a pedicure or massage. Like, so it's not, I'm not like um, to the extremes, but I feel like we've really found a good medium ground. Yeah, it's great. I, I don't know if I could ever go without a pedicure again. <laughs> well, I totally could. Don't touch my feet. Oh, absolutely, dude. Do not touch my feet. Greatest thing a man's ever created. Uh, a massage, on the other hand, I'm oh, all about a massage. I've been married 13 oh, years. Massages are amazing. They are. I say. It'll be 13 years in a couple months. And uh, on our 10th anniversary, we finally, I can, my I let my wife get me a, a pedicure. And I haven't looked back since, so. 21 years in June. Yeah, get a pedicure. <laughs> no. That's it. What's that? You have nice feet and your toes look great. Yeah, that's what I care about. The toes looking great, not, not the massage of everything. And Don't touch my feet. To say. <laughs> um, no, and, and so what I, you know, what I'd like to know is, and Drew, I'm not trying to say this in an arrogant way. Your net worth is good. It's just not wow right um how are you able like are you making money on your uh your like tiktok and stuff like that is that how you're creating extra like income to do this or like how are you surviving because from what i understand of your breakdown i mean a lot of it's invested in stocks and things like that are you pulling that money or are you strictly just living off of the rental income that you have like how are you living your day-to-day -day life yeah so we're um, so, so my wife is a stay-at-home mom. I, I don't think we've shared that yet, but yeah, she's a stay-at-home mom. So when I was working my engineering job, it, it was our only income. So um, we're actually losing, I mean, our expenses are about five grand a month, roughly. So, I mean, right now we're losing, I mean, almost five grand every, every single month. So I've, I've been at this for um, close to three months. So we're probably around 15 grand in the hole. Um, but see, see the way I look at it is, um, you know, I, you know, I have a net worth of $540,000 roughly, even if I lose, let's say 50 grand this year, and I have a net worth of, let's say $490,000 at the age of 33, I, I still feel that, that I'm, I'm going to be in, in a very, very good situation, right? And, and I'm okay not having, I'm okay not having an, an extremely luxurious retirement, right? But I, I'd rather take this little 
risk and take this, um, I, I feel like it, it's almost a once in a lifetime opportunity to try and do this and, and make my passion a career. And I just wanted to go for it rather than have, you know, any regrets in 10 years. So it, it's definitely not, it, it's an extremely terrible financial decision what I'm doing, but I think I'm at the point where I don't need to optimize my finances, right? I, I can lose 50,000 in a year and, you know, I'll still be okay. Now, if I, if I didn't have $500,000 net worth, you know, I, I might not be able to do something like this, right? Or it might be more of a, a, a bad decision, but, but yeah, we're, we're definitely losing money every month and, and I'm, we're, we're tight on things right now because I do have a lot locked up. Sure. Uh, well, and I know somebody at the age of 31 that retired because <laughs> they got pissed off at their job and their job basically said, you're not needed here anymore. And they went, all right, I guess I just won't work a normal job anymore. Yeah. So also like you was very young. I think when you're at that age, if you know what you have, you have that ability to say, all right, let's, uh, let's take a break here for a minute and try something new. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think that's the, the beauty of, of money. See, yeah. like, I, I don't really care about buying nice stuff. I, I think that this, freedom for me to be able to do something like this or right you know the freedom for me to retire when i'm i don't know 45 or 50 instead of 65 right right that's that's the thing that i'm, I'm chasing after that that's like you know what i really care about or mm -hmm. i think we, we, we care about too right sure. and I think the other thing also is you know he mentioned and i forget if you mentioned this but um with the you could say like platform he's created through tiktok it was kind of one of those things like um, am I ever going to get this exact opportunity again? You know, I, I don't want to look back and say, what if, you know, what, what if I didn't quit my job and go full, like full force into this, what would have happened? Sure. And, you know, I tell you, I, I screwed up. I don't blame my mm -hmm. wife in any way. I mean, there's a part of it, but, um, you know, when I, when I lost my job, I was fine, but what I did was sit at home and drink beer and a shit ton of it because COVID was here. My wife is very like anti go out, anti do anything. Like if I had to go to a tenant property or something, like I was 15 masks, like gloves. And it just, I just sent other people to go work on the property, but you know, so I wasn't growing my business. So really I just did nothing. Like when I, I mean, for the first time in seven years, I played video games, right? <laughs> like that was, you did something. With me, you started a podcast. Right, we did a podcast, but um, you know, we never looked at it in your way. We never looked at it to go out and do a financially thing because otherwise, we'd commit time to actually edit this stuff and get people to actually hey, care. I edit. You do for like <laughs> ten seconds. Yeah, I, I edit out the first couple minutes of dead air and the last ten seconds of dead air, yeah. and that's the editing. Um, but you know, the the second time, so then I I went and got a job um in the real estate field again um managing 450 properties trying to figure out what it was like to grow a a portfolio that big um just so i'd have the experience and they'd pay me for it so then i i october re-retired and so since october like i've really doubled down on my business really focused really set myself to like hey 
this I don't want to pass this opportunity again right like you guys really like I love that you're saying hey time because it takes so, so many people so long to realize that time is the best value you could have like you're going to be home with your kids all the time yeah you're going to have a little other things you have to do right there might be networking events or something like that but you're getting that opportunity to do what you want when you want to and that's you can't replace that no matter what yeah i, I fully agree the, the ultimate freedom yeah. yeah um you said you don't like to buy nice things but i'm gonna say you're full of shit uh <laughs> say what 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 cars do you have so we have uh <laughs> yeah we we have a uh 2020 honda crv and we have a 2022 honda civic there you go yeah well, so, you know, what do you guys think about those cars uh i I'll think my opinion on, on what i think about no you're fine so, <laughs> david and i are yours your car david and i completely disagree uh, I drive a 2010 Scion XB. It is release edition. Um, and I have an 03 Dodge Ram 1500 with more uh, Bondo and rust than it has sheet metal, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but she's a beast. So I have a 2013 Chevy Equinox. Yeah. And a 1987 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Yeah. And what's your what's your wife driving now? Yeah, she just bought yeah, a brand, say, yeah, exactly. brand new 2019 Equinox. So um, that's her, though. That's not me. No, and, and honestly, like you, it's not like you're out driving a Mercedes Benz or a BMW 7 Series or anything like that, right? You have a, I, I drove a Civic for you know a while. I we had a, a hybrid Civic, um, kind of when they were coming out. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's like the newest car that we own in our family is a 2010. My wife drives an 05 Honda Pilot. Yeah. I wish our, see, you guys have, I, I call them FI cars. Whenever I see, you know, like, like these, you know, people, people with 10 year old cars, right. I, I call those financial independence cars, right. Cause no. He, well, <laughs> no, no, so here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, you have to look at the tires. Okay. So if you see, if you see old cars, you know, that are 10 years old or whatever, but they're run down and like they haven't changed tires and stuff. It's just because that's what they could afford. Now, if you oh. see a 10 year old car, but they're actually maintaining it and the tires are, the tires are good. So they're, they're guaranteeing. That means they have the $500 every however many years to, to yeah. make sure that that car is going and it's going to run. So that's the financial. And I learned that because there's trash and then there's, yeah, this thing's my car old. is older than you. Oh yeah. The, the yeah. 87 Cutlass yeah. is older than you. It's older than Drew and I. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And I will tell you that whenever we were car shopping, um, we were engaged, about to about to get married. We were car shopping. Uh, a car Drew would have loved to have bought um, was we were driving on the expressway, and I honestly didn't know if we were going to make it. Weird I think there were some weird noises happening, and I was like, absolutely not. I was also pregnant at the time. And so, I mean, I definitely had a very yeah. hev I heavily influenced him to, I want a safe, reliable car SUV, like I, you know, for, yeah. for for me to drive our brand new baby in. So I definitely heavily influenced Drew in that way. I no, I get it. I we used to drive ninety seven Sables and Tauruses, which is the same car. Um, I have every part still under warranty, so I should just keep doing those. But um, yeah. Yeah, we we ended up having like an exhaust leak, and my wife we were having a kid as well, and my wife's like, look. I don't care what the heck I have, just make sure it's reliable and does what it needs to do. And so then she wanted the, so we had a Chrysler Pacifica. I only have one child. 
I've had to have third row in everything we own, right? Just blows my mind. Because that one time that one time a year that we're gonna take everybody and do everything. But you know, so so she had the Pacifica third row. Now we have this is her second pilot. Um, you know, and but she, you know, she lets me go buy the buy them for her, right? So we drove to Chicago. We're from Michigan. So we drove to Chicago and they're cheaper to buy down there. So I bought it and drove it all the way back up here. And um, you know, I I will I don't know, I'll travel for a few thousand dollars of savings. It's three hours for me. Like I will I have no problem doing that. Let's <laughs> say David, on the other hand, I just want it and I want it yesterday. It's funny because I will bend over and pick up that dollar on the ground and that's you a, will not. That's a fact. So uh, when it comes to a vehicle, forget it. If it was a dollar, I'd pick it up. Bullshit. You no, know. I I, I picked up dollars. It's just, if it's a quarter, I probably, I'm a 50% chance to pick that quarter up. I'm picking up the penny. Anything less, picking up. I'm not doing it. Like, just, I have this thing where I, it's kind of, it's like superstitious or whatever, right? But the pennies, I don't actually pick them up. Well, no, if it's heads up, I pick it up for yeah. good luck. And then if it's tails, I'll, I'll flip it over to give someone else good luck. So I, I have to touch every... Every single penny I, I have to touch. I'm not, but, it's but funny I, you say I, that. We we were in Chicago, and my brother found a penny in the in the hallway. He stopped mm-hmm. and he picked it up, and he's like, "What's that saying?" I was like, "If on heads, then it's good luck, and if on tails, give it away, and you'll have good luck another day." And so he he has its heads. He picks it up, and then yeah, I cut my lip, do whatever. He ends up finding like ten dollars on the floor at Comic Con, and I was like want the shit and he just has like great luck through this entire like day and i was like i might start picking pennies up man <laughs> like i don't understand this you know but you know i i don't know i i won't i won't i mean just for fun maybe like but if my I, kids with me i'll just tell i'd pick it all up yeah it's too much for me all of it not all worth my time <laughs> i've picked up a 20 dollar bill before That's yeah you picked those up too yeah, say. so um, are you guys both like Frugal, like, or, or, or can I, can I, I guess hear, hear the quick background on you guys, maybe? I don't know. Can so, I- sure. In certain ways, we are both very frugal. And in certain ways, we both are a little extravagant. It's true. Um, I, I, it depends on, on what we're looking at. So, unlike you guys, I have a 28 year old. Oh, shit. And, <laughs> Just drop my beer. I was gonna show the uh, TikTok world. You guys nice. would say hi. Sorry. Hi, mom. So, when it comes to something she likes, I spend freely. Yep. Um. Other than that, I, I'm really, really cheap. If I see money, I'm picking it up. Uh, I'm always looking to save an extra. 50 cents or a dollar on whatever it is it doesn't matter if i if there's a coupon i'm finding the coupon if there's an app i'll use the app if there's something i use different like receipt apps i take a picture of it it gives me two cents i'll take that two cents i don't care you not like i'm not frugal in that way like i'm frugal in i'm just a cheap ass right like um given the opportunity to so i love craft beer right and there's a time and a place for it and if i'm hanging out with friends and doing stuff which you know i'll, I'll do craft beer in here but like um really like if i go to a bar hey what's on special 
and give me a Bud Light, right? It's just, I don't know, it's a normal Tuesday to me. Um, I go all out on parties and things like that. And my wife forces me. But really, like if I, you know, the only things I'm really not cheap on is my ketchup. And so my wife's cheap on mustard and she fucked that up. French is yellow mustard only. That's all it should ever be. Don't give me this knockoff crap brand. I don't um, care about that. But say really, yeah, you know, um, you know how long it's been since I've had a like I know I'm huge, right? But like you know how long it's been since I've had a, a Big Mac, right? It's because the double cheeseburger is a dollar or whatever it is. I'm not paying the six bucks, right? I'm, hey, well, right now in the McDonald's app, you, they got a, a buy one get one free, like Big Mac. I think you buy like a Big Mac or a quarter pounder and you get one for free. So now's so, your t- now now's my chance to <laughs> get a nice burger, but. You know, plain and so, and and sure. I, every time on my, every time I get my coupon or, or my receipt, right? It's always, hey, if you call this, you can do the buy one get one or something. I never call, never do that. Once in a blue moon, if I'm sitting waiting for food for Taco Bell and they gave me the receipt, I'll log in to try to win five hundred bucks. But that doesn't happen very often. Um, you know, really, if it was up to my, if it was up to me, you know, we was having this conversation um, this weekend actually. In the beginning of my wife and I starting our life, so we were dating. I found out she was a little bit into debt. She had horrible credit. I mean, when I say a little into debt, she was like two grand max. Um, I brought her to my accountant. We were dating and I was like, here, do this and they'll do the tax return. Um, she was so excited to get money back. And I laughed in her face and said, uh, you're just going to pay your debt off. Um, and she's like, well, we can go do this. And I was like, you just pay your debt off and, we could not have this, but, um, you know, like we lived like college kids. I went to college, but never graduated. I went for bowling. Um, really like I was halfway through a community college, got a scholarship to another college and walked out of the class and never looked back. Um, walked into the new one, but so we ate hot dogs, ramen noodles. You guys know what Aldi is? Aldi. I, I love Aldi. So, I mean, now, now all these getting expensive, but back in the day, it was like, you know, 79 cents for a bag of chips and they didn't have all this like natural stuff, but it was really, I mean, we ate hot dogs like crazy. We ate the, the liver burger. <laughs> no, they were burgers, but they have like pig heart and I didn't care. Like other people, other people read what was in it. I was like, I don't care. It's, we, I mean, we ate so, so cheap for so long and I saved every penny. I saved everything, you know, given we keep our house at 62 degrees in the winter, right? Or sometimes down to like 59. I don't care. Like that's what blankets are for. And we're supposed to be young and cuddling. So, um, you know, whatever. I was not allowed to do that. Well, when we had the kid, well, you had a kid right away, but when we had the kid, then it went up. Um, and now it's funny because we walk into people's houses and it'll be like 67 or 69. We're like, God, it's so hot in here. Like, how do you people live? But, um, you know, uh, we, we, we just didn't do much. Um, one of the best things that saved my marriage was because I realized I forced my wife to live in a lifestyle she didn't ask for. Right. I mean, we literally, she was just like, yeah, it's fine. We can live like this. You know, when we went out to, when we went out to eat, we didn't get pops. We didn't get drinks. Right. Because they're two fifty, and that's five bucks a meal that we could save. Yes. We're going out and that's what we're spoiling ourselves is just the meal. And we have a small little local restaurant where a hamburger and fries is like seven bucks. Right. But you don't need a drink. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, but what we did was we started a, a vacation account. Um, and we both do into that. So now when we go on vacation, which happens to be a shit ton now, um, whatever's in that account, she gets to spend. She gets to go to Big B, anything she wants every day, anything like that. If I want a beer, I just go do it. No questions. That money's there. That is blow away money that I've never accounted for. I don't count it towards any part of my life. And it keeps us both happy. But now I just have to do it more often. So we're on vacation every two fucking seconds. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I really am. I'm just very cheap. Very cheap. You know, if, if I looked at a phone plan, you know, I wouldn't, my, my wife's paying for my phone. I'm just letting you guys know that. Not not the plan, but like she's like, hey, you really need a nice phone or whatever because all the stuff you do. And I was like, no, give me the free one. She goes, look, I'll pay the three dollars extra for this phone. I was like, all right, you're paying for it. I'm not paying the three bucks. Like plain and simple, I just won't do it. Um, I do have a membership to Planet Fitness, which you can clearly see I haven't used in three weeks. Um, well, I mean, you've been hurt. I've injured myself, but um, that's the only subscription I have. Actually, I lie. I, I realized the other day I do lie. What do you have? I have a family handyman magazine. Um, really? Yeah, it's a really awesome magazine. It teaches you how to build stuff. I but haven't had a magazine subscription in like a decade. It cost it cost it cost me nine dollars a year. So at least a decade. <laughs> well, you know, consider me the old man because I love being a grandpa. You are. Um, but yes, just just very, very cheap. Um, also I do it because it's payback to my wife, and this is the only thing I want out of life is a brand new pair of socks every single day. Like I don't ever want to wash them. I just want to take them off, throw them away. If it gets wet, I take it off. I put a new pair on. Um, that is the only thing that would make me so happy in life, but she won't let me have that. That's, I'm calling bullshit right now. That's wasteful. Because we've had many episodes and you're like, I would be so happy if my wife made me a hungry man. Salisbury, Salisbury steak. steak. I do love the doubt. No, it's, it's not hungry man. It's banquet. Whatever. Um, yeah. Um, that sounds awful by the way it's amazing but yeah so and so she won't let me have that so i can't let her have her life because i can't get my socks every day <laughs> so uh it's wasteful apparently to her so um yeah that that's just i'm kind of on her side here yeah. um but also just like just like you said i know that it sucks that i made my wife go through that life but i also i mean i retired at 31 years old right we we bought a shit ton. I took my wife, the first house we bought, I did the American dream, right? We bought five bedrooms, two bathrooms. It needed a bunch of work. And my wife has never been about materialistic things, which I absolutely love about her. I have personally spoiled her myself. Um, we had a coach Christmas one year. So I just bought her everything coach. Um, but uh, we, you know, we, we moved from five bedrooms, two bathrooms to a two bedroom, one bathroom duplex. And she was fine with it. And that was the start of us getting to where we needed to be. Tenants moved out nine months later. We ended up moving back home, but we we just kept kind of going that way. So, um, you know, and very supportive, right? In in a in a non in a non, she's supportive and hey, go do what you got to do, and I'll live this way. But like again, she doesn't know a thing. I guarantee right now, my wife has no idea the houses that I own. <laughs> That's a, like it's not I don't, it sounds really weird to say that but like you know i was talking about one and i was like hey i'm gonna do this to the kitchen and stuff and she goes 
I've, I've never even seen the house. I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, let's go take a look at this real quick. <laughs> so she's like, oh, didn't even know you owned over here. And I was like, yeah, I also own that house and that, and that house. And she's like, huh. I was like, there's a spreadsheet at home if you ever want to look at it someday. And she's like, yeah, maybe. Well, I, I think that's the problem you and I both have is yeah. our wives, for as much as they are involved in our lives, really monetarily do not know what's going on. Exactly. Which is why these two... Yeah, are so impressive. You're an anomaly because they both know what's going on. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more ingrained in it, right? For sure. But um, for sure. but you, know, you, yeah, we 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 you know we we definitely talk, and and, and you know she kind of knows what our goals are in the future, yeah. and you know what we need to do to get there and stuff like that. And yeah, she's totally on board, but which is huge. Um, I mean, I'm, you, you I'm know gonna, that he owns a duplex, right? yeah okay. you've seen it uh yes it's, oh, okay good <laughs> i mean i'm gonna ask this so do you know how many uh checking accounts you both have yes because i will guarantee my wife does not <laughs> no, no fucking idea um so my wife and i have separate bank accounts for reasons because again my wife is an amazon spender she she thinks if she sees money, we have money and she's just going to go spend it. That's how much she has to spend. And that's not how it works in life. Um, but it works out. But my wife is on <clears throat> a very select amount of my accounts. Um, and it's kind of weird, but, but she knows my login. So that way she could log into my account, transfer everything over to an account and then go close it when I die. Right. <laughs> she doesn't need access to it until I die. But she knows my username and password for that. So she can literally just go transfer, transfer. Now I'm free and clear. She didn't have to wait for probate and things like, and everything else is laid out. But she's entitled to it. She just, at this moment, couldn't touch it if she tried. So, yep, it's a, uh, yeah, my, no, it's weird that my wife has no idea how much, uh, how many, how many bank accounts we have. Well, so. we did live in the duplex together. So I do know that I actually found the duplex that we Nice. Had. Wow. So I was des you guys, I was desperate to get out of our current situation because we were living in um we were living in an apartment um during COVID. Um I mean we it was it was bare bones, you know. I mean we didn't have a TV, of course, but like we're not big TV people. We didn't have a TV. It was yeah, bare bare bones. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cheap. Craigslist Craigslist furniture, yeah. Three dollar toaster, I think um, like twelve dollar table. That's amazing. There because you. Well, that's exactly it. So like it took, I mean, we did the, we did the whole Craigslist furniture and stuff. And that was my wife's biggest want. And I was like, and I'm trying to teach my wife financial responsibility. And I'm like, save your money. You can buy whatever couch you want and, and you can go buy it because I don't want new furniture. I mean, to me, a kitchen chair works, right? Like, I'm yeah. sit. I don't care. Um, and so she, she bought, she bought that. Um, when you talk about tv we do for some reason i have multiple tvs but um i just got internet four months ago in my house because we switched phone plans and they offered i saved so much money they offered 25 dollar internet and so i we bought it but uh really i we don't have we don't have cable all, all of my netflix and all that uh except for amazon which my wife has um that all comes from other people their passwords and things I did a trade with my buddy for his YouTube uh, login so I could watch the World Baseball Classic. Um, I traded him some, I went and picked up like logs from in his yard and stuff. And I was like, 
because let me pay you money and i was like nah man just give me your login he's like cool <laughs> so uh really yeah that's the only reason we have that stuff i'm i won't i won't do subscriptions i won't do those types of things see one thing that really changed our our outlook on finances was our kid our, our daughter once like yeah. Even for me, I, you know, as frugal and deep as I am that we've been talking about, once we had her, it was just like, like my, yeah, my, my complete mindset on, on everything changed. I oh, yeah. So my kid owns the world. Best. Yeah. yeah. what? Sure, they have the safest of everything. I mean, like, our daughter has, like, you know, the safest car seat yep. get that she can yeah. get. And, um, basically she is the safest of everything and we're you know it, it's just funny how yeah once you have a child I mean this person is your world so you're like m- money doesn't really but yeah same way no I get it and do you do you guys buy all new or did you get them as gifts or did you uh are you okay with you stuff for your yeah, kid depends what it is but yeah, yeah, yeah like, like like toys really use everything yeah. else I mean we we were very fortunate to like I mean um to have like a baby shower without a lot of stuff yeah like baby shower. and then like um my parents it's like their first granddaughter so they're like completely absolutely enamored first grandchild so and yeah enamored, like will essentially buy her whatever she wants so i mean like we are very fortunate in the way of like um for those things but as far as like her seats and bed and, and that stuff like um we knew we wanted it to be new so it would be no question asked safe for her oh that's good i our crib came from one of her friends which were loaded so we knew it was a good crib uh the car seat the car seats and all that my wife knew what she wanted and i bless her heart for doing the research because we got those i just found out they're cheap brands because they're really expensive to me but graco like where you can just click and lock and it picks up and you don't have to like you don't have to do anything except for put it into that casing or whatever um that was awesome I know you had to do the whole buckle behind because you're 90. The arm, the arm. The fuck are you talking about? Car seats. My daughter was five. Yeah, she should have been in a booster still. The hell she was. Yeah. She was a tall kid. Back in these days. Um, I got her in 2000. I got, I got her. <laughs> she was five. Yeah. Um, no, and then that's, you know, parents and grandparents is really what helps out a lot, right? Um, my, you know. We had one day of daycare because my wife wanted it so she can get around other people. But otherwise, my grandparents who raised me watched my daughter for the first couple of years for, you know, and my wife, my wife's really always worked part time. Well, except for in the beginning. When, right. You know, the, but we had two jobs and then all of a sudden my wife got to go part time and I was working my business plus a full time job. And she'll never tell you that that's how it goes. But say. <laughs> You know, now she has two part-time jobs that equals very much more full-time. But, um, you know, I I understand where you're coming from with, again, my kid has everything. Like, if you walk into my house, there's just so many freaking toys. And I, I swore I'd never, like, buy my kid toys. And I don't. We just, again, we do parties, right? So if it's Christmas, Christmas, she has seven Christmases. So she gets all these toys from everybody. And then her birthday, we always have a party. So then she gets toys. And my wife and I are always the ones that buy clothes, right? Or I bought her socks. I bought her socks because she's just like daddy. She was so excited about yeah. socks. Dude, I'm telling you, she's a great kid. She's smart. She's going to go far in this world. And purple potatoes. Purple potatoes. Yep. That's what she wanted for Christmas one year was uh, 
purple potatoes. Did you know they make them? Actually, purple potatoes? Yeah. They exist. Every year she's gotten what she wanted for Christmas. We buy her one thing. And we've been so fortunate, except for this year. Um, This year she wanted the American Girl Doll ice cream truck, which is... What's that good for? Uh, we bought it used for forty bucks off of uh, Facebook, but uh, brand new, I think it's like four hundred and fifty bucks. Oh my god! Yeah, there's people that buy it and their kid doesn't use it, so then I swoop in. Then they they sell it yeah. because they need something. Yep. But um, no, I mean, we you know she gets to pick one thing because Santa's not rich, and she gets one thing from Santa every year. So um, and every year, keep and I keep telling her like ask for like a family vacation or something, but. I'm all about that. <laughs> it's one gift. How old is your daughter? She's seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and you know, again, my wife, she'll buy, she'll buy the kid whatever. I mean, I swear to God, half, half the Amazon packages are my daughter's clothes or random stupid stuff, and then the other half is my wife getting stuff. And then <laughs> she'll yell at me because I have too much junk. <laughs> I'm the problem. I mean, you do have a lot of junk. I do. Let's say. Um, so, all right. Things I want, since we're talking about kids, have you started a betterment index fund for your kid where you're contributing to their future? Are you doing a, what is it, 529? Yeah, I, we have a 529, but that, but that's it. Okay. So you're all about the college life, huh? Um, I think so. Uh, I, I, I'm not contributing enough where I think it'll pay for the entire, you know, the, especially when, when you account for tuition, you know, 18 years from now or 16 years from now, but um, yeah, you know, um, but, but they, they've also started a new thing where you can like roll it over into a Roth. Yep. I, I don't know all the details, but I know that's an option too. Yep. But yeah. If they don't, if they don't use it for intended purposes, yeah, you can roll it. Yeah. Um, you know, my, if you want free Nick advice, just start a betterment account, uh, 25 bucks a week, a month, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, I did 25 bucks a week. And I mean, over time, I th- you know, at one point I was up a lot, sorry. And, um, you know, now it's, I don't even know, 20 grand or something like that. And she's seven. So, um, just slowly keeps going. And I started it when she was six months old and it, it's just, you know, as I tell everybody, you'll never see 25 bucks. You, you, you blow it on so much stuff that you'll never notice it. Just do it because over the course of seven years, it'll add up and you'll never look at it. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I think one, one of the keys in, in even my journey has, has been automation, right? Even on a larger scale, you know, I, I you know, I, I think you've seen my, I, I put a lot of money into, you know, my like tax advantage, you know, accounts like, like 401k Roth RA, but yep. All that stuff I just had automated for all my twenties, and then, um, you know, I, I just pretended like I was making essentially twenty thousand dollars less than I, w- I was making. I just found a way to live off it, and honestly, I, I think that was instrumental. But I, I fully agree the automating, um, yeah, a- automating is a huge key for sure. Yeah, and you know, I, I did the same um, when I was working at a four hundred one k Roth and all that. Um, you know, I. I don't know. I started doing, I was, again, I was more financially smart than some people. Um, so I started betting guys at work to see who could put the most in. Right. So at one point I had 25% of my paycheck, right. I wasn't making much. Um, 
you know, 60,000, 50,000 a year type thing. And it was funny because when I started out, I was working 60 hours a week. And then as a bonus to myself every year, I would just cut down hours, right? And I'd go to 57 and 55. And then by the end of my career, I was working like 45 hours because I always looked at overtime. You know, everybody's like, oh, you should be able to live off the base. And I was like, cool. That's what normal people want to live off of is the base, right? I want to live off of that. But I invested every dollar of my overtime because that was me for above and beyond, right? It was, I went above and beyond and I want that to go to my life of above and beyond, right? Um, you know, I, you guys have a, don't take it the wrong way. Um, 5,000 bucks a month, like that's a lot of money for spending, right? Um, that's a huge monthly budget. Uh, so, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to see how it's kind of broken down in a budget wise someday and figure out where your biggest, monies are yeah i i mean i again i'm transparent about all this stuff but our our um our mortgage which is you know principal interest tax insurance it's about 2350 2400 a month okay um, so that, yeah that's a big house then yeah i i think it's high and, and to be fair you know again i, I don't mind being transparent we paid for, for the house we live in we paid um you know like 375 380 somewhere in that range yeah. that was uh maybe two years ago roughly um and then we put five percent down so yeah and our interest rate is around three percent but yeah that comes out to like i said 2400 a month but once you factor in um you know electric and gas internet mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. i mean that's it, probably close to 27 2800 a sure. month just in, just in you know housing and your cars are paid off uh one is paid off the the CRV is paid off the Civic. Uh, my payment on that is uh, three fifty a month. Okay, so that's a little high. Um, no, I mean, sorry. No, I say it's just with with a financial net worth, I guess, of that. Why don't you have it paid off? And what, what's your interest rate on it? Uh, interest rate on that is around three percent, also. So my my thinking is, I, I'd rather. Um, well, one, I, I, we're honestly low with liquid cash at the moment sure. and so i didn't have enough liquid to be honest to, to pay for it in full um but yeah 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 the, the thinking was I, i'd rather have that money you know in, in other investments than to you know to, to put all the money into a car no that's good i mean like as long as you know that hey my as long as that money's in investments and that's what i tell people all the time like if you're getting a three percent loan that's great but make sure that the money's actually going towards investments. So you're out earning that 3%, right? Um, you know, I'm not afraid to admit, I've had a car loan because it was 0.9%, right? I mean, I knew having, we paid $10,000 for the vehicle. I had 15,000 sitting in a bank account making three or 4%, whatever like yeah. Michigan is. I had two accounts, but like sitting here going, I'm guaranteeing to make myself 2% every month on this. Why pay this? when I can just pay a $200 a month payment, right? Um, because that's how my brain works is every penny. I'm not going to pick up a penny, but every penny needs to be working, right? And, uh, you know, again, uh, we here, here's, here's another example of food because that's what I go back to all the time. So my wife likes beef hot, all beef hot dogs, and they're like $5 a pack. I don't personally care for them. And I'm very happy to eat bar S 99 cent a pack hot dogs. Right. And that's what we eat because I'm not paying $4 for the exact same thing. Yeah. And this dude's over here with like $9 Nathan's. 
I bring Nathan's because Nathan's is the best. I don't care about the best. They taste so fucking good. Say, um, way better than Barras. Like I will eat those. I know you will. I've seen you eat them. I have, but I would rather have Nathan's. And you know, we 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 bulk spend because every Memorial Day we have Meyer, which is you know like a like a Walmart, but they run uh ballparks five for five. So then I'll. I'll splurge and ha- keep my ballparks around for when we have a party. So that way people think we're rich because, oh man, they're buying a ballpark. And I'm like, dude, I paid $5 for five of them. So. Dude, I used to, um, I used to buy two different types of toilet paper. I'd buy the, the cheapest kind you can yeah. buy. And then I would buy the nicer stuff that I would put out if people were coming over. <laughs> when guests come over. Uh, <laughs> like, I love like, that. Especially when I was single, you know, like if I was dating someone at the moment or, or I, yeah. you know, had a girl come up, whatever, right? Yeah, I would definitely, you know, put out the nicer stuff then. But yeah, yeah buy two types of toilet paper. No, that is the other thing I am not cheap on. Um, my wife, she wanted. It's funny because I, she did try to be cheap. I give her credit. She went and bought the Costco toilet paper, and I told her I was like, I'll never wipe my ass with that again. Like I want Cottonelle or Charmin, whatever it is, ultra soft. Like my hiney is ultra ultra soft. That's what's going to happen. I have to have, I get so mad using the restroom and having crappy toilet paper. You you went off on, on the toilet paper there and I think Eliza was going to say something. Oh, no. Um, I was going to say, unfortunately for him, I, I'm not like a big toilet paper smell. So, like, fortunately for me. Yeah. I guess, well, unfortunately, like whenever you were buying different toilet paper, oh, oh, I, <laughs> I probably didn't know. I wasted my good stuff on Yeah. You. <laughs> say way to go wasting all the good stuff um no now all right so you have a payment on that you have a payment on your house um and your food full- budget is, i'm scared honestly this is gonna make it sound crazy but I, i've never been a big budgeter because throughout my 20s number one i was just so naturally cheap that i i knew i was already analyzing and repurchasing i, I, I just didn't need a budget to be honest sure. and then also knew because I was, you know, I had so much money going into, you know, like my 401k, Roth IRA, et cetera. I, I was with the mindset, I've already put all my money away. I can just spend whatever I have left. And I know I'm doing extremely well or, you know, or very well. Right. So, but I, I've never been a big budgeter, which yep. didn't really matter in my twenties, but now honestly, we, we need to do a better job of budgeting and we're, we're just, you know, we're not. And our grocery bill Honestly, I, I'm scared to look at it because it's yeah. it's just... Uh, I think we need to do a better job of, yeah. um, of planning. The other thing I will say, don't want to make any excuses, but yeah. I've been pregnant for... I'm yeah. Currently, I, I've had a very rough pregnancy. Like very Congrats. Rough. I mean, not on the rough part, I was but congrats say. on the pregnancy. Thank Let's you. Um, but I... It was very sick in the beginning. So it was very much so like Andrew be like, What do you want to eat this week? I'm like, I don't even know what I want to eat in the next two minutes. Okay. So like I was not at all like you meal plan for yourself, but like I mean he was having to run out at all hours of the night to go get me whatever I needed, you know, because like whenever you're sick as a dog, like you're just not thinking about anything else. Yeah. Like getting through it. So and that um, was your first pregnancy like that? yeah mm-hmm. okay I so he's used to it he's, yeah he's very supportive very very he's a great he's a great Aaron runner I would absolutely love a second kid um not even, my wife is amazing being pregnant 
Um, and for some reason, so my favorite food is tacos. That's my love language is tacos, like plain and simple. My best vacation was Mexico tacos. But for some reason, she wanted to always have spicy tacos. And she's like, hey, because they make a they make like a hot and spicy seasoning. And I was like, yeah. So she'd be like, hey, do you want hot, you want spicy tacos for lunch? Hell yeah, I do. I know we just had them for lunch, but like, do you want hot and spicy tacos for dinner? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, uh, let me make those like real quick. And so like, I had just so many tacos while she was pregnant. It was the greatest gift to me ever. Like I. Greatest gift to you. It was like these people like talk about like pregnancy and how it's like this. And I was like, dude, I absolutely had the great. And my kid was amazing. Like she never had colic, knock on wood. Like she just such a good kid. I, so, I mean, I told my wife, I was like, this is how it's going to be. I'd have 10 kids. And for some reason we can't have a second, but like, I absolutely loved it. So I'm, I'm sorry that you're having a rough pregnancy, but um, you know, you talk about, Hey, we should pre-plan. My wife just got pissed at me tonight because she goes, I don't even know why I buy fucking food because this is the third night. So Monday, Monday, I flew in, I flew in, I got here at like four o'clock my daughter had a choir concert at six. I saw the video. That was awesome. Yeah, And she's like, oh, the, the Star Wars yeah, one? Yeah. And then so she's like, I was like, hey, what's for dinner? And she's like, uh, chicken, sausage, and something. Here I just got off of like eating the way my fat ass eats and like drinking a shit ton. And I was like, cool, you go ahead and eat that. I'm going to go get a burrito because I'm just not doing chicken sausage tonight. Like, and then <laughs> that was Monday. So we we go out. We all go out to Mexican food. We do that. Last night, I don't know what happened. We ended up going out to eat. Tonight, she found out that I was doing, I'd, I had a five o'clock meeting and then I had you guys or whatever. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck I try to plan meals. And I was like, so you could eat. Why? Like, I'm not mad if you eat at home. Like, it's better than three of us going out to eat. But if I go out, she has to go out. Right. So, um, yeah. mind you, she also took the kid to, my, my kid went to the dentist today yeah and she had to have mcdonald's so of course she had to buy her that of right course. I'm like oh yeah so somehow i'm the problem because i don't eat one meal that you've planned <laughs> it's chicken sausage i do apparently apparently not <laughs> but uh so planning doesn't work because your life will just get all crazy and drew will have to hop online i have to go live right now and all my <laughs> fans want me yep he's a popular guy this dude's on tiktok more than i am i think like three times a day right yeah, I, I've been trying to tone it down a little because I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to monetize my account a little better. And, oh. and I'm realizing that I, I can't, you know, really monetize. I, I don't I don't make any money when I go live. I, I love doing it, honestly, because I, I genuinely love doing it and, and helping people. But I, I got to figure out a way to pay for these $5,000 of expenses. <laughs> yeah, start asking for it, right? Um, I don't know if you set the goals or whatever top. And I, you know, I just see that when people ask for it, hey, um, you know, we found that out kind of by accident. We have stickers and um, magnets and stuff. And so we just go live and we're like, hey, whoever sends us a gift, we'll just send it out. Granted, it might cost us money, um, but it's getting our stuff out there. We ship it to people and it costs more than what we got. But, you know, we just here, this is, you know, you throw us a hat or something like that, or you throw us, I don't care, a tiny diny or whatever these things are called nowadays. Give us a rose or something. Right. You know, care. whatever a penny, like here, we'll just ship it out to you. Now we know we've got a listener. We've got people that are interacting with us and it'll go for a while. So um, never hurts to ask, right? The, wor the worst thing somebody could do is say no. So that's just 
And, and honestly, explain. on TikTok, they're just not going to say anything. Right. Well, or they'll troll the shit out of you, right? right. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah. How do you deal, how do you deal with trolls on TikTok? Um, I, I love trolls. I absolutely love trolls. Yes. Because, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they're, they're annoying sometimes, but I, I, I want to be challenged, right? If somebody says, you know, or, you know, has a different opinion, I, I want to be challenged. And I, I want to show my viewers also that I have a good answer. And, um, and, you know, this is how, how this is my answer to, to, you know, whatever this, you know, troll differs with me on, but, um, but I actually, I, I think they're funny. I, I think it's funny to watch people get upset about, you know, like, right. TikTok, right. Some guy, like one guy on the internet. I, I, I think it's funny. So I actually enjoy yeah. them. Um, they're, they're, I, I, they're, they're funny to me. Yeah. You have a very different opinion on, on trolls, right? No, I, I think I, I love just messing with them back. Right. Um, you know, I, I enjoy them, but say I enjoy them. And then David just goes straight for like the gut shot. Right. Like I'll just play with him. He'll just bam. And I'm like, dude, that's going to get us banned for a second. <laughs> right? Like, um, I mean, it's like our scam callers. We do. Which we will take on air. Yeah, we do. So, if, and that's the other thing we should have told you in the beginning. If we ever get, I get a million scam phone calls and stuff like that, and we put them on air, and we talk, and um, we just try to see how far we can get it, just for just for fun, because I don't know, we love to just waste other people's time. We do. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So, all right. You now, why why aren't you buying more real estate? So yeah, I, I always say I would love, or I, I mean, on, on my labs, I, I, I say I, I would love to, to buy more real estate. I, I wish I honestly would have got into it sooner. I, I didn't, um, yeah, the, the duplex that we house hacked, that was um, around two and a half or three years ago. But man, I would be a lot richer if I, if I house hacked when I was 24 years old, right? Then compared to 29. Um, yeah. So yeah, I always say I, I would love to get more. The, the issue is, um, I don't have enough cash because I, I put all my cash on the duplex down payment, the primary home down payment. And then um, I also paid for the CRV in cash. And I wish I would have done that, to be honest. Um, but so, yeah, I, I don't have enough cash. And then and then our cash flow is, is terrible. E even when we were working a, even when I was working my engineering job, I mean, um, you know, because single income and, and again, we're, you know, we definitely have a little fat in our budget we could trim, but we were spending almost every every dollar I was earning it with my engineering job. So, uh, but yeah, and, and now I don't have a uh, salary to qualify for a mortgage either. That, that's oh, so um, I don't know how to put it. The correct even way. Even you're just didn't have enough cash. You're for, just lacking the education. That's all I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I, I know there's there's ways to creative financing, right? Millions of ways to buy deals. Nick would know because he's retired <laughs> and buys a house every couple weeks. Um, it's it's it's, be, it's all about like comfort zone, I, I think, because I've had discussion. I, I mean, that, that's one of the areas I always get challenged with, to be honest, on my lives. Yeah. Um, there, there's you know a lot of people that are having to real estate, and they would ask me that. And for me, it, it's a comfort zone thing, right? I, I used to be all index funds up until I was 29, and then eventually I was like. Hey, I really want to get out of this nine to five world. How do I get this? How, how do I get there as fast as possible? And I, I think that answer is real estate. And that's why I got into real estate. Um, but then, I mean, even, even prior to that, it was always, 
oh, I was the person saying, oh, but I don't want to fix toilets at 2 a.m. And now that I'm into it, I, I know that's not really a valid question. But yeah. so I, I, got out, I, I got out of my comfort zone to eventually buy that first duplex. And now I think that next comfort zone level is, okay, I, I know how to buy a, a, a property with, you know, more, I guess, traditional financing, financing right? Yep. But now my next level is, okay, how do I do creative? And I just don't know enough, to be honest. No, and that's, that's exactly it. Um, and you're, you're so, I wouldn't tell you to buy right now either because you're on a whole different career level. Like you're, if you try to grow two businesses at once, you'll half-ass both of them, right? And that's not where you want to do and where you want to be. Um, I found that out very much. So, you know, I've bought properties very slowly in the beginning, right? I mean, and then I realized what it could do excuse me. And, um, you know, then I, my second retirement, I mean, I've done nine transactions since October. Oh, right? wow. Um, just because like, I've, I've committed 40 hours to it, whatever you want to call it. Like, um, so, but it's, it's getting to know the right people, figuring out how to do the right stuff and, and making sure that everything works out the right way. So there's a lot to learn. Um, and we can, have you on for another episode where you could just sit and listen and I'll feed you information all day Uh, because that's my, you know, that's my passion, right? It's because it's given me a life that I never thought I would have. I'll tell you that. Right. Um, you know, I, I live in a $320,000 house. Right. And I paid, I paid $86,700 for it. Um, and then after I refinanced, while I was doing like, while I was living there, I paid 101. Right. So I found somebody, I found somebody to give me the money to buy it. And then I had to refi and all the fees and everything was, was like, you know, $15,000 with the fees, but I bought a $300,000 place for a hundred grand. So, you know, it's just how to, how to find those and what to do with it. Right. And people say, Oh, that's not possible. And I'm like, cool. I don't care what you think. Like I'm, I'm actually doing it. So that's what I learned is everybody will say, Hey, things aren't possible it's not that things aren't possible. It's that you're not willing to go make it happen. Right. Um, so what, uh, what do you think your best advice to somebody? So, all right, actually, I want to jump back. You went to college four years. How did you get out of it debt-free? Uh, my parents paid for it. Oh, one of those rich <laughs> spoiled people that was handed everything. Oh, look at you. Mr. Big shot. It's funny. So again, that that's a very common uh, comment that I'll get on my lives because, and I'm, I'm very concerned about that as well. But see, the, the funny thing I think is, like, yeah, I I, I no doubt had, had great parents, right? They they, but um, like like I, I really think part of the reason, like, and my parents are are financially literate, but part of the reason they had money to pay for my college, and I and I think to have. The, the lifestyle that they're having now is they, I mean, we, my, my, if there's anyone that's cheaper than me, it's my dad and my mom. Right. So like, like they were honestly, and that's probably why I am, but like, they were very frugal. They lived below their means yep. and they saved and invested their money. So that's why, like, I feel so strongly, like if anything, my whole TikTok account is just paying homage to my, my parents and, and yep. what they did to be able to pay for my college. And you know what I'm, kind of doing that right but I, I really think that it can work for you know you know 
a lot of people, right? Right. If you're making, you know, 15 bucks an hour, obviously you're, you're going to have to make more money, find a way to make more money. Right. But I, I really think there's a large group of, of people that, you know, that strat, that strategy can, you know, work, but yeah. And, and, you know, I, I thought about it cause I grew up very, very poor. Right. Um, my parents didn't help me with a damn thing. Um, and what it is, is it's, it's more of a jealousy factor, right? Um, for a lot of people, because I tell you what, like now that I have some money, I'm not the richest person out there. I'm comfortable. Um, it's amazing to have the feeling to be able to help your kid pay for college or do whatever, right. They don't have to worry. And so anybody that tells me, Oh, your, your family did all this. Look, am I afraid to admit, like I'm trying, I'm pretty transparent except for a few things. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I will tell you, like, my mom gave me $100 when I got married. That, you know, I do remember that. Like, hey, congrats on getting married, kid. Here you go. And my wife and I went to Vegas because it was cheaper than going up north of Michigan. It was cheaper back then to go there. And we spent it all. Um, it was great. We were horrible. <laughs> but, um, you know, given the opportunity, yeah, I think everybody, if you ask everybody, hey, if you had the money, would you would you help your kids out? Oh, I wouldn't pay for their college. Okay, but would you, if they were hungry, would you feed them? Yeah, of course, they're my kid. Okay, so congrats. You value certain things versus what others, right? Did you buy your kid a car? I'm really happy that I paid for most of my daughter's college. Right? I mean, because you had the opportunity. I to. did. I mean, you had the ability to, I guess, right? And and it's there. She's doing better than most people. Yeah. And that's amazing. Um, You know, she has her own place. She's doing well. So... Now, between the two of you, have you combined your finances? So, um, well, I'll, I'll start yeah, off with this. Sure. So Drew, we always say Drew, um, I rock the cradle with me, I think is like. Rob the, the cradle. Rob the cradle, whatever. <laughs> um, how, how young are you? So I, I, I turned 29 in February. So I'm about three and a half years. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not too bad, but um. So when Drew met me, I was fresh out of college. I um became a flight attendant. Um, oh yeah. Then so I did that for about two years, and then uh, COVID hit. We moved in together. Um, I went and got my master's, so I wasn't working or doing anything. Um, and then after I finished my master's, we got engaged, pregnant, married, and stayed home mom. So, um, to be completely transparent, I never made you know. A lot of money i never money, had yeah. net worth or anything like that so there wasn't a whole lot to combine i will say though that i have my own like like uh drew i can thank you for that he helped me whenever i was a flight attendant to set up like a roth 401k um invest in index funds things like that um but you know it's not like i came to our relationship with 50 grand and we had like all of these finances to combine because i've um you know i've been staying at home since we have been together essentially sure that makes uh, sense yeah no it, it it's perfect i mean um now are you in college debt no my parents uh did pay wow mine. two mm-hmm. rich people's parents wow <laughs> what's that feel like no, i i grew up i mean we i mean my parents were in, we were in no way like rich growing up i you know would have the smallest house out of all my friends. Like my parents didn't drive like designer cars, anything like that. Very modest family growing up. But, you know, my parents definitely 
that was something they prioritized for sure. So oh, awesome. it was nef- nothing, you know, my parents never like, you know, made a ton of money or anything. They worked their butts off though. And I think that was um, just to, like we've talked about to really give their kids, they gave us everything that they could. So yeah, no, that's great. And are you hoping to do the same for your kids? For sure. Yeah, sure. And that's what, you know, it's funny. Cause I, I find that right. A lot. Like, if your parents paid for college, right, you feel that that's kind of just the norm as you go pay for your kids, right? Like my parents didn't help with a wedding, but you know, if, if I of my friends, right, like if their parents paid for their wedding, then they're paying for their kids, right? Like I have aunts and uncles that pay for all of their kids' weddings and stuff like that, and I'm just like, that's insane. Like I didn't have mine paid for, but you know, I am saving for that opportunity because you know. I want to live generational wealth, right? Mine want, you know, if my daughter and I, everybody, it's funny because of how cheap I am and, but also how hardworking, you know, um, if my daughter, you know, the question gets asked, oh, what if your daughter goes and, you know, doesn't want to work? Well, she, that's fine. I don't care. Like, I hope she doesn't work, but I hope that she goes and impacts the world, right? She has to go do something to impact a different life. That's not just her own she can have every dollar, right? Like she can go earn some stuff or whatever, but like there'll always be a flight back home for her. I have no problem saying it to anybody. Like, cause my wife, you know, I think art's a fucking joke. Uh, like, sorry to anybody that's an artist. And I, I, um, you know, people that are doing, Oh, it's, it's, it's this and that and without art. And I just, I don't see it. I don't do it. Like it should not, I'm not an interior designer. I can't see things. I see function. That's what I see. Right. Um, most like, oh, what if she wants to go to school for art? You're gonna pay for that? No, <laughs> like maybe I don't like I, I thought about that, you right? Totally would. Of course, I'm gonna pay for it, right? If she wants to go, you know, but I don't care. Like, I'll be the biggest. The problem is, like, my and I told her, I was like, as long as she does it as a business, not just a hobby, that's a whole difference, right? So, sure, I have no problem buying buying a painting of hers for a million dollars. I have no problem giving Drew a million bucks and saying, hey, buy this painting for a million bucks so that way she has two paintings sold for a million dollars. And now all of a sudden my daughter is an artist who sold two million dollar paintings and everybody wants these paintings for a million bucks or whatever it is, right? And you'd hope that everything else goes good. I'll get paid back. Like, <laughs> I'm going to force appreciate her shit. You pay an artist. <laughs> I do pay a lot of artists. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I diss on art and all that, but like, I support the crap out of it. Every time we go to a different city, um, and we see a, an artist on the street or something. My wife and I, um, we always buy a drawing of the Grand Rapids, Michigan skyline. So we show it to him and go, hey, what is your interpretation of this? Draw it. And so we have rolls and rolls of just different places. So um, I, had, I had your favorite artist over to my house the other day. Yeah. The person that the made her. Jack Razor. Jack Razor. I say, with our Bucks and Brews uh, logo all on the um, back everywhere. Yeah. I love your logo. That's yeah. Thank you. I say, I, uh, I'm the brown one. but no we uh you know but uh, i don't know to me it's just it's just a different thing but again if she wanted to go be a hippie and work on farms and stuff doing whatever i don't care go have fun impact the world save life i'm trying to do that with my wife right now right like she wants my daughter to live this normal life where she goes to the same school and does the same stuff. My wife has an occupational therapist and I'm like, we absolutely hate America's healthcare system. Um, 
because it's so expensive. Like, I would love the health care that we get, but like, I'm like, hey, we can go donate all of your knowledge to other countries and do amazing things. Let's just go right now. You don't have to worry about getting sued. You don't have to do all this type of stuff. Go give it. Go give back. Like, I'm ready to leave yesterday. My bag is packed. <laughs> Say one way ticket, and we'll just go from there. But she doesn't want to, so that's you're her problem. stuck here. I'm stuck here, old Michigan. So all, all this stuff you're you're talking about money though. Like, see, that's like the beautiful thing about money, right? That I I think it just doesn't always click for people. Everybody always thinks about you know buying the, the nicer car and buying the nicer this that. But like, like I feel like there's so many more things that you can uh, do with money. I think we we value similar things in that, and, and so I get it. But you know, I, I really feel like if people understood that, um, it could change a lot of people's outlook on money. And and I even say that coming from when I was 22 and 23, you know, just starting working out of college, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna work my way up and be the CEO of this company when I'm 65. And I was thinking about the nicer car and the nicer home and the nice, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to have a mansion in, in this neighborhood. You know, when I'm 40 years old, you know, once I work my way up and then eventually I, I just realized that, you know, there's a different path, but I, I just feel like, you know, I, I want to get that message out, you know, that there's so many more things you can do with money that are outside of. Yeah. Well, I was raised, I was raised like an employee, right. I'm go work your butt off. You'll get promoted. Right. And so I did that. I just happened to fall into some real estate, like by accident. Right. Because I hated paying a mortgage. And I realized that if I moved to a duplex, the top could pay for the bottom or whatever. And then somebody else could pay for my house and I didn't have a mortgage. And then, you know, I worked my butt off at my career and, Oh, Hey, you have to have a college degree to get a promotion. You have to, you know, you have to, there's always this thing to get the promotion to get to the next step. And I was like, there's always going to be somebody standing in my way where in real estate, there's not a damn person standing in my way. There's me and the person that owns the house that I want to buy. Right. Like, and so I happened to just out earn that. And I realized that I don't have to rely on, because I, dude, I was the same as you. I'm going to be the CEO. I'm going to be the VP of this thing because I know I have it in me to be the VP. And they wouldn't even let me get past level, you know, three, right? <laughs> you know, it was just, and, and, and that was just absolutely insane. I remember looking, I know what my warehouse manager or, you know, the, the plant manager made. And I remember having a conversation and uh, I looked at him and I said, he, he's like, Nick, why, why aren't you trying or whatever? And I was like, look, there's nothing against you. I make more money than you. And he's like, no, you're three steps below me. And I was like, yeah, I know. Uh -huh. I own a shit ton of real estate and I guarantee you're working 50 hours a week living in a really nice house, but I make more money than you. And he's like, nope. And I was like, I'll hand you papers. I'll literally <laughs> divulge all of my money. And he's like, why are you still working here? I, you guys give me health insurance and comfort. Well, that's just, we need more effort from you. No, you don't. You want more effort. You don't need it. <laughs> like Once you realize the difference between a need and a want, you know, and that's what I, I, I find is when you have the opportunity to say, I get to choose what I want. That's, that's amazing. Well, again, we did the episode on quiet quitting, which yeah. pissed us both off because <laughs> literally nobody's quitting. You're just doing the job that they asked you to do. You're not going above and beyond because they don't pay you to. You don't pay me. You know, I, I said that a lot when I was hourly. Yep. 
I went above and beyond at my job this dude, because they paid me. Yeah. This dude worked 110 hours like every week all the time. I, I worked a lot of hours. Yeah, because I was still umpiring for yeah. you. And I remember, no, no, I'm working, I'm working. And I was like, dude, this dude. I worked work all the death. time. And then. Then they switched me to salary. And I remember that conversation. And now they get 40 hours out of me because yeah. that's what they pay me for. 40, 45, yeah. Yeah. 45 if we're really busy. Yep. And uh, it's like, it's just. It was fun. Like it was, and that was a big hit, right? Yeah. I mean, you took a half, half pay cut. Yeah, it cut my salary in half because I wasn't working the overtime anymore. But now you work half of what you used to. I well, do. Say, and you know, I'm I'm mostly fairly paid, I guess. Yeah. But again, I do what I'm asked to do. I'm not doing the extra. Yeah. What was your job, and what was your? That, that so I, I work for a health system in the area, and. What I do is I put together the uh, legal documents and send them out to the membership. And the program we use was written in 1999. Oh, wow. So it, it sucks. And <laughs> it takes a lot of work to make it work. And when I was hourly, I didn't mind putting in the extra work to do that. Yep. They also had saddled me at that point with a very nice older lady who was never should have been in a technical position <laughs> because I had to do her job at the same time. So and, and, say, and that's you know, that's what you find is people, you know, they expect you to they expect you to keep doing the same thing for less money and it's just not gonna happen, no. right? Um, you know, and so when what do you want to get out of being a influencer i guess is is that what you're calling it yeah um so freedom i i i, I want to get i i want to make this a career right I, I would much rather do this than engineering sure. uh, next i i don't mind doing this for for or at least right now i don't i don't think i mind but i i, I want to do this right so i i would love to be able to do this for the next 30 years um, and to make enough living to, or make enough money to at least pay for, for our expenses, right? If I can make more. And I, I definitely think this has a higher ceiling than my engineering job. So that, that doesn't hurt, right? But sure. really right now, I, I just want to make enough to be able to make this a sustainable career just so I can do something I, I, I enjoy for 40 hours a week rather than uh, engineering. But, sure. and I, but I also genuinely love helping people do this um, or, or, you know, help helping people with personal finance any, any way I can. I will make a quick plug too about Drew. And I, and this is just another reason why I know he, why other people should know how much he loves it. Uh, during COVID, he was, you know, really did want to get started with things, but didn't really know exactly when to start, but he actually put flyers in different um, Starbucks and like coffee shops to help people with personal finance for free like free of it, like free of his time. He would spend, you know, an hour or two with people on zoom, helping people get set up. I mean, and did it free of his time. So um, he just generally enjoys it and he loves it. And I think that shows through uh, whenever he's on his lives too. Sure. That's amazing. I, I, I think we've said it a million times. If you can find your passion and turn that into your career, yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah, that that's how I that's how I think I, I know people I've made in life. So so my favorite question to ask people, and, and I can ask you guys as well, <laughs> um, 
if you won a billion dollars in the lottery, well, what, how would you spend your time? And like, you know, this is ignoring. Sure, I, I would buy a nicer house, nicer car. I would do all that stuff, obviously, right? But how would you actually spend your time? That, that's my favorite question to ask people because I feel like it, you know, it tells people what they, you know, what they really would do and, and enjoy. So, <laughs> so I've always said if I if I won the lottery, I would keep working because you know, for the most part, I I like my job. I work from home. That's great. Um, it would make it much easier on my wife to run her business because, you know, she wouldn't have to feel the strain of, you know, being an 80-hour-a-week business owner. Um, I would do a lot more charity stuff. I like my charity stuff. I, I don't get en enough time to do it. So I would definitely do some of that. You, Nick? Uh, whatever my wife tells me. <laughs> plain and simple. I love, I love this dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say so really. Uh, you know, I would if if I had that, what would I do? Um, right. I mean, this as you said, like I would end up building the house I want, and then I'd have to build my wife's house right next to it so it would connect. Um, because we are not on the same page of house wants. Um, and then you know. I, I absolutely love my car. So when you talk about nicer cars and things, no, I just, I, I would make sure that my car just never dies. No Dodge Viper. I, I'd have to lose some weight to get it. I, I'd custom make a Dodge Viper. There you go. My fat ass fit in it. Um, and then really you know, I would, I would travel more. So what would I truly, what would I do? I would sell my entire business. Um, so a billion dollars. Is that what you asked? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Yeah, yeah like a, billion, a billion is a billion is way different than than a million, right? Yeah, so, this is uh, you never have to worry about anything money ever. Yep. Can... So, so I, my business would be gone. Um, and it's funny because it's not that I mind doing my business; is that I know that every lawsuit in the world would come after me mm -hmm. within a two second period, right? Um, and so I just don't, I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. So, but what would I do? I mean, the same thing. You know, I lend more money out to people that are doing the real estate stuff and still grow my wealth in that sense of things. Um, so I'd still be in the real estate field. I, I mean, I would just travel more. Um, my wife wouldn't work. So, you know, in the summers, we would just never would, we'd be here for about a month. Um, I would have to have a pool because uh, my wife would tell me I have to have one. Um, but I would not have a fucking pool ever on my house. Okay. So we have two houses. I'm telling you guys, this house is going to work. My wife's going to have a house and I'm going to have my house and we're going to live in the same house, but it's like completely not the same. Like I'm fine with like sleeping in my bed right here and she can be wherever the hell she wants in her bed and we'll see each other through the days and she can walk through my hallways and stuff, but like, it'll be my house. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, but really, again, when I tell you like my wife, my kid would go to the same school, we would just have, a different area of where we lived and we'd have a we'd be on the water and i'd probably just live on a sailboat all summer long so uh, no matter where it is but and i'd you know i'd still do some crewing but i'd probably hire my best friend's dad who's retired now just to be the captain so that way i can still feel what it's like to get yelled at on a constant basis so um so because can you see yourself actually doing that? I mean, eventually, right? If, if your business keeps on growing it. I'm, I'm already doing house, right? That's going to be super expensive. But besides that, I, I feel like that. I mean, you're only 31, right? Or right. 34, I, I, I'm 34. 34. 
<laughs> no, you're fine. I, I'm already doing, I'm already doing that. Yeah, that's I'm, amazing. I'm, right? I'm doing the life I, I, the only thing I'm not doing is traveling more. Okay. Like, um, multiple reasons. One, again, my daughter's in school and my wife wants her to go to a specific school and do, and she wants her to have these friends and grow with these people. She doesn't want her to, if it was me, we would travel the world and she would make new friends all over the world. And she would learn from a tablet or, you know, online school. Um, and my, you know, my wife can work remote in one of her jobs. So she would just have that, but like, there's very little bits, that, you know, but you know, I mean, I travel. I I would just like to take a full month and go to Europe, right? Yeah. I'm going to go for two weeks sometime, like soonish. I don't know when it's going to, we just haven't had planned it, but like we travel a shit ton. So compared to what we did, you know, what we did. Um, but I'm, I'm really living the life I've always dreamed of, you know? Um, so it's, it's what I, what I, you know, the only thing is, is I wouldn't work in my job the amount of work that I do, if that, if that makes any sense, right? Like, mul- again, multiple reasons. One, because I wouldn't have to sit here and do the grind. And number two is because, again, I would get sued up the wazoo if I had that kind of money. And it's just not worth the liability of it. So that money would go away in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Yeah. <laughs> to say someday someday i'll get there but um what about you what would you do if you could do it every, every day um i i think honestly i i think i would do something similar to uh what, what i'm doing right now yeah i i think we would have a lot more we, we would definitely have like a, a cleaner and a a private chef and right free up i mean we would have all these things to I think free up as much of our time as possible. Um, but I, I think work-wise, I, I would still want to do something like similar to this. I, I genuinely love doing this. And, and you know, I, I, again, I, I feel, you know, there's just a lot of people that just don't have, you know, get, get to, you know, get to learn about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, and then, yeah, definitely like travel more, um, you know, then I, I would have nicer stuff, I, I think as well. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, work-wise, I, I think it would be something very similar to this. Sure. And, you know, you can freelance or just volunteer all of your, your knowledge of wealth building and stuff. Right. And it's really hard because if you just got handed a billion dollars. Right. I and mean, people would be like, Oh, you don't know how to budget. You don't know how to do this. Cause you just, you don't understand money. And I tell people, I never forget where I come from. Right. I'm still not a, like <laughs> you won't, you don't know what yesterdog is. We have this really shitty hot dog place that it's really famous, but like, dude, I mean, the, they use my favorite like 92 cent chili and you know, just, I had that for lunch today. Cost me 10 bucks, but you know, I, I don't know. I would eat the same. Granted, I would hire a personal trainer if that's what you ask me. Cause now I'm just to the size that I don't like, I would hire a personal trainer and get fit and have to put the work in. So that's what I would do. If I had that opportunity, that'd be the biggest key for me. So um, Drew, any last questions you have for us? Anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to? Um, no, I uh, nothing that I I can think of right now. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, Drew, you're gonna come back on with us sometime, right? Sure, why not? I I had a great time. It's it's fun to just 
you know, drink beer and BS and talk money, right? Why not? Absolutely. That's how this started. Um, yeah, literally, that's how this started. We, we hopped on for a three hour call and then we're like, we should record this. Um, no, you, you, guys know, been, or you guys have been friends for a long time and then you like realized you both had this interest in. So we, we've been friends for shit, it's probably been 15 years. Oh, ish more yeah in that range and uh when covid hit nick and i were used to getting together to talk money you know we'd get together like once every month or two and just talk money and then covid hit you couldn't get together with anybody and we were bored and i said hey you want to hop on zoom and we can just you know drink some beer and talk some money and he goes yeah that'd be great and i opened it up to other people and a co-worker of mine hopped on and we talked for like three hours (laughs) and we got done and i'm like you know, that was interesting. We should record that and throw it on YouTube. So we did. And then some people started listening and we're like, ah, maybe we'll turn that into a podcast. And we did. And there are people out there that like listening to our bullshits. Nice. <laughs> we just keep doing it. Nice. Um, yeah. Let's say, you know, and really, I think it's just, we didn't know that both of us were into money. It kind of probably just came through random talk and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, Again, when you're working 110 hours, you're not doing it because, well, you know, I'm sitting here watching this guy with a 2013 Equinox or whatever. But shit, at that time, it was like a 2000 Intrigue. Something like, so, you know, I'm sitting here going, man, this guy's working all this. What the hell is he spending his money on? Like, I've seen his house. It's not like it's a million dollar mansion. You know, it's like, where's it? You know, and then it's like, you know, he he's watching me. I bought a, you know, I bought another house or something like that, you know, and, it just kind of comes back to, oh, okay. We both kind of have this. Oh, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a 401k, What you know. Oh, yeah, I got one. You got one? Great. And so just over time, right, money just happens to be the. Hey, I heard about this thing. Have you done this before? <laughs> no, I haven't. Let's sit down and look at it. Yeah. So, um, and we're, we, we try everything. It's really funny. Um, a little bit of money everywhere. Everywhere. We've tried. We haven't tried it all because we have. You own some. I own some crypto. I still don't really know what the hell it is. is, I can tell you if it's real cash. It's not real cash, I guarantee. (laughs) Get some coins. So, um, no, it was was awesome having you on. I would love to do this again. Um, We have a million more questions, trust me, because, you know, I want to see if you guys change your budget a little bit. Um, I'd love to dive in deeper into where you see yourself getting financially with what you're doing. There's just a million things that I'd love to, to do. Um, but. I... Go ahead, Drew. Oh, that, I, that was my computer that. Oh, way to go. Um, give a plug out. Where can people find you? So I'm primarily on TikTok um, at dollars with Drew spelled out. Um, 35,000 followers right now on TikTok. Uh, I'm trying to dive into Instagram a little more. And then in the works eventually is long form content on YouTube, but primarily um, add dollars with Drew on TikTok. And so yeah, that's where I found him. So yeah. um, everybody, if you have questions for him, for us, let us know. Um, as always, again, like in the beginning, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, I think you literally have two of the smartest brains here. And then David, uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> but 
you know, really, we appreciate everything. Um, Drew, stick around. We're, we'll talk to you a minute off air. Um, again, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll be live again Monday night. Yeah, we uh, are. Nick's giving a weird look, but we'll be live again Monday night. We have another TikTok person on. And uh, until then, we will talk to you at that point. Sweet. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. in to box and brews you might hear something you can use like tips on your cash or tips on the suds you're gonna want to use the smarts of these studs because they know the brews and they know the box and they know they can't help the stubborn fucks so listen up because shit's not funny and save yourself some beer money bucks and brews bucks and brews and brews bucks and brews